Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is July 19th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. The Summer League has just recently completed, so I'm going to go over how our rookies fared in the Summer League. We had a lot of great performances, and a rookie was even the MVP of the whole Summer League. So, Let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. Last episode, I wrapped up the Summer League games up until the 10th. Today, I'm going to recap briefly from July 11th to the end of Summer League. And we're going to talk about the championship, MVPs, first team and second team, all rookie, well, all Summer League. And so let's get straight to it. First, I'll just go over the championship, you know, the Portland Trailblazers were playing against the Knicks in the championship. The Trailblazers won that one. Trenton Watford was the MVP. He was an undrafted rookie from last year. And that just goes to show this class that just because you weren't drafted doesn't mean your career is over. You may still have a long path to go. But Trenton Watford played big minutes last year. It was on a bad team, but he still developed his game and then this year he comes back he's MVP of the championship game Jabari Walker is the big rookie on the Portland Trailblazers because Shaden Sharp was injured and he had 14 points 11 boards and three steals in that championship game and he had some other good performances throughout the summer league so he was almost undrafted he was a really really late pick around 55 I think he might have been the last pick at 58 so Jabari Walker is going to follow that same path as Trendon Wofford. He's going to have an uphill battle, but he's very talented and will have an opportunity to get some minutes on this Trailblazers team. So congrats to Portland as we, you know, recap that. But other news from the Summer League. We had two injuries that were not fun. Uh, Dalen Terry, he was playing very well for the Bulls, 18th pick in the draft. Uh, He was getting better with each game up until his final game where he dominated. And then the very next game, barely played much, and he injured his hamstring. He had a hamstring strain, and that shut down his summer league. But he should be okay as long as he doesn't overdo anything and make it worse in the offseason. He has a few months to get right. So Dale and Terry, not a guy that I was high on at all. But he was starting to perform very well for the Bulls. And you see why they took that risk on him at 18. Get well soon. But the really, really bad and unfortunate news was EJ Liddell. Rookie for the Pelicans. A lot of people had him mock going in the first round. I did not. He did not go in the first round. But the talent is there. The size is not really there. Um, But he tore his ACL in the summer league. That hurts. This is a guy that needed the summer league, needed the season in general to play with the G League and continue to develop his game because he's used to playing center at around six for seven. In the NBA, that would be tricky, so he needed to develop other skills. He needed this year of development very badly. So, unfortunately, EJ Liddell has torn his ACL, you know, so he will be more than likely out for the whole season So get well soon, EJ Liddell. I'm rooting for you. And, you know, I also have to mention Shaden Sharp. I said it on the last episode, but he injured his arm, shoulder area. 
So that caused him to miss his whole summer league. Um, you know, and if you want to go by that, I'll just mention the guys that did not play at all that were first round picks in the summer league. It was a little bit disappointing, but for some, some were injury related. But Jeremy Sohan did not play a single game in the summer league. He was a ninth pick to the Spurs. AJ Griffin, 16th pick to the Hawks, did not play one minute. Pat Baldwin, 28th pick to the Warriors. He's a guy everyone really, really wanted to see. Did not play one minute. Dyson Daniels, the eighth pick to the Pelicans. I believe he played three minutes in one game, and then they shut him down. I didn't hear if he was banged up or what, but that was weird. But we did not get to see Dyson Daniels. Shaden Sharp, as I mentioned, he played around three minutes as well in that first game, injured his shoulder. And Walker Kessler did not play one minute in summer league action. Some were injuries. Some were just precautionary, uh, but those were the guys that we wanted to see and did not get to see. So they will do their developing during the season, I suppose. And hopefully they will all be 100% going into the season. Now, let's go over what the NBA announced were the top five players in the summer league. So that would be the summer league all first team. They were... We had two rookies on there, too. So that's, this was the good good news for us. Um, but I'm going to start with the non-rookies first. Quentin Grimes for the Knicks killed it. He was a 25th pick in the draft last year to the Knicks. Didn't play as much as he wanted, I'm sure. He played a little bit, though. But he clearly has worked on his game in the offseason. People are thinking that he could compete to start this year for the Knicks. So they may have something there. And you can see why that maybe they – Traded their first-round pick this year. They believe in Quentin Grimes. We will see. Sandra Mamuklesvelli, a guy picked in the 50s last year, very talented, needed a year to develop, came through, guns a-blazing in this summer league. And we'll see if he'll get minutes this year on the Bucks. Brooke Lopez is back, so that could affect that. Cam Thomas, you know, he was a co-MVP last year in the summer league. This is his area of expertise. He's an offensive machine. He dominated again as well for the Nets. But my two rookies, Tari Eason for the Rockets, dominated. He played incredible this summer league. You know, he averaged 17 points and 10 boards. And that was a surprise for most people because he was the 17th pick in the draft. So a lot of people thought things could be rough for him, but he came through dominated in the summer league. And last but not least, you could say most important, Keegan Murray. You know, Keegan Murray averaged 23 points and seven boards, and he was on that first team. But not only that, he was the summer league MVP. And this is not just from rookies. This is everybody. (laughs) You know, Quentin Grimes, you know, all these guys. Cam Thomas, first, second, third year. Some fourth-year guys were in there. Keegan Murray fifth pick in this draft, the fourth pick in this draft to the Sacramento Kings. A lot of people thought was a bad pick, was a reach. They could have traded back and got him. King and Mary's MVP of the Summer League. Now, for second team, all Summer League, we have one rookie on there. That's great. I mentioned him last. Santi Aldama from the Grizzlies, rookie last year. Marco Simonovic, foot center for the Bulls. Had some great games. Trenton Watford, as we mentioned earlier. And Lindell Wigginton from the Bucks. 
But the rookie, the main second team, was Benedict Matherin for the Pacers. Averaged 19 points and four boards in the three games that he played in the summer league. So all in all, we had three rookies in the top 10 players of summer league. That is great. Uh, And that's according to the NBA. You know, I would say there's another guy that could have been in there. But, you know, I think they're going off a minimum of games. So if you played under three games, you probably weren't eligible. But I don't know. But for me and this show, the All Rookie Podcast, I'm going to let you know my All Rookie First Team Summer League and my All Rookie First Team Second Team Summer League. So let's get these lists in here with just rookies and see how that goes. So for my first team, obviously Keegan Murray, who was the MVP and made the NBA's first team, makes my rookie first team with 23.7 boards, two assists, and one steal per game. And he played in every game. Dominant for the Kings, helped them win games, carried them on their back, looked great offensively, looked really good defensively. Looks like he's going to fit a role no matter where they put him with the Kings and looking like, you know, you can't say he fell too far in the draft because he went fourth, but a lot of people thought it was four guys and then it dropped off at after Jaden Ivey. Keegan Murray put himself in a position where it's like, you know, there's five guys, maybe six guys with Benedict Mathurin, but this draft is uh, better than a lot of people thought it would be. Next, I have Paolo Bancaro with 20 points, five boards, six assists, two and a half steals, and one block per game. The thing is, he only played two games. But in those two games, he was dominant, so dominant that they didn't need to see any more in Orlando. They shut him down after those two games. But he looked like the best player, you know, slash with Chet Holmgren as far as rookies in the summer league through those first two games. And I'm sure it's a lot of confirmation for the Magic that they picked the right player instead of Jabari Smith, which was a debate. In my opinion, this doesn't answer that, but I'm sure it made a lot of Magic fans sleep better at night because a lot of people thought they were getting Jabari Smith. Next, I have Benedict Matherin, who averaged 19 points, four boards, one assist, and one steal per game, and that was in three games. As I said, he made the second team. With this rookie summer league first team, he makes mine. So, you know, he's a great player for the Pacers. In my opinion, he was borderline fourth or fifth player in this draft. I wanted to push him above Chet because of that concern whether Chet would hold up in the NBA. But I still left Chet fourth, and I put Benedict five. And he did nothing to disprove that he's going to be a great player. You know, I, I mentioned before he reminds me of a young Dwayne Wade. And he has all the talent in the world. The Pacers have traded away a few players, so they're going to have an opening for him to get minutes and be productive. Next, Tari Eason. Like we mentioned, he made the first team from the NBA. He makes my first team. He averaged 17 points, 10 boards, one and a half assists, two steals, and one block per game. And you love to see a player that can get stats in multiple categories, not just for fantasy, But that helps the team in real life as well. So you have a guy that can score, that can rebound, that can pass, that can defend extremely well, do all the hustle plays that you need. And there's no reason that Tari Easton should have fell to 16, 17 in this draft. I had him mock 12 to OKC. That would have been a great fit for OKC. 
but they went with Usman Jane at 11. So we will see if they ended up making the right decision or not. But Tari Eason is looking incredible for the Rockets. And it's going to be hard not to start him from day one. And last but not least, Chet Holmgren. He only played three games, but he averaged 14 points, eight and a half boards, three assists, two steals, and three huge blocks. I mean, some games he had some six blocks games in there, you know. So he was dominant, at least in the first two. And then it kind of, you know, settled down a little bit. But Chet Holmgren had a good summer league. It was great at first. He had the world shook at first till he ran into Kenneth Lofton. But uh, Chet showed everything he needed to show. And I can't wait to see him in the regular season because he did perform well. Every test he's been put at, he's passed with flying colors. So we will see what happens from now until when the season starts. So my first team summer league with all rookies were Keegan Murray, Paolo Bancaro, Benedict Matherin, Tari Eason, and Chet Holmgren. My second team is Blake Wesley. He almost made the first team, but I had to put, you know, Chet in there, even though he didn't play as many games, had to do it. Blake Wesley, 17 points, three boards, four assists, one and a half steals per game, played all five games. He is a guard for the Spurs. You know, you have to wonder if they felt so confident in Blake Wesley and Josh Primo that they could trade away DeJounte Murray, possibly. We will see what happens. A lot of people are saying Blake Wesley is kind of like a bigger Tyrese Maxey. I see a bigger Emmanuel quickly, um, but he played excellent in the summer league, especially the first three, four games. I mean, it was tremendous. He was right up there with those guys, Paolo and Chet, uh, you know, in those early games because he was dominating. So that was great to see. I also have to mention in my second team, all-rookie summer league, Kenneth Lofton from the Grizzlies, 15 points, seven boards, two assists, and that was in five games for the Grizzlies. You know, some games that kind of rested him, but other games they unleashed him, and he was dominant. I believe his last game he had like 28 and 10 or something like that. It was ridiculous. 27 and 12 with two blocks was his last game. So he dominated. It basically seemed like whenever he wanted to, he could. And, you know, he's, his brand is Bully Ball. Kenneth Lofton did that very well for the Grizzlies. Another Grizzly, David Roddy, averaged 15 points and five boards, played all five games, looked good out there, looked a lot better than I thought he would. He's a guy I had. I thought he should go undrafted because he came from a small school. Body was out of shape. He bullied and dominated lesser competition. But he's undersized. He's a little overweight. I didn't see that translating. But he look, already looks in much better shape, you know, in the summer league. Like, for, from the first game, from, from the pictures they took just to show they were rookies in their uniform, you could see that his body looked different. So he's clearly been working. And, you know, if not doing what Memphis has asked him, doing what he felt he needed to do to be a productive NBA player. So I could not be more proud of David Roddy because I was really worried about that pick. But after years and years and years of doubting Memphis Grizzlies drafting abilities, I think we all can just sit back and say, I think they got this, <laughs> you know? And every year we think about that. We say, they, you know, they we didn't trust them, but it worked out. Hey, we, we didn't trust them, but it worked out. 
It looks like that's going to be the case again this year. They have Kenneth Lofton, David Roddy, Jake LaRavia showed some signs of goodness out there, you know, some signs of badness too, but he has time to <laughs> continue to develop. But Memphis, I will not doubt you anymore. Next on my second team, Oche Agbaji, 15 points, five boards, two assists, one steal. That was in four games. Just looked very polished out there. You know, he's the you know, he's a senior, so he is a little more developed than most, but he looked, he fit in, but not only did he just play well, he showed signs of areas that he, he can improve in as well. He's not just going to be a three and D guy, like he can do more. So we'll see how he fits with this Cleveland Cavaliers team during the season, but I think there's a strong possibility he should start. She should and could start. We will see what they do with Colin Sexton. That might hamper that, but Oche should definitely get minutes on this Cavs team. He looked really well out there, kind of like Jalen Williams from OKC. And last but not least, Jabari Smith. He averaged 14 and a half points, nine and a half boards, two assists, one and a half steals, and one and a half blocks per game. And that was in five games. Jabari Smith got off to a slow start his first two games, but Slow for a top three pick, I guess you would say slow. He still was almost averaging a double-double when everyone was killing him, saying he should have never even been in consideration for the top three pick. But he brought it back, and he I think he's a player that's going to maybe not just hit the ground running. He's going to continue to get better with time, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But 14 and 9, that's great, you know. That's what Chet pretty much averaged in college. So, But uh, we want to see him continue to develop, get better at things, and keep working on his body, his shot, his defense. And Jabari Smith's going to be a great rookie. He, I still think he's the number one player in his draft. So I'm not going to change that from Summer League. But, guys, I have to mention as honorable mention, mention as honorable mention, <laughs> You know, because that was my second team. Let me reiterate, Blake Wesley, Kenneth Lofton, David Roddy, Oche Agbaji, and Jabari Smith were my second team, all rookie, summer league. Honorable mention, guys, I were very close, but I couldn't get them in. There's only 10. You can get in there. So Malachi Branham, 15 points, three boards, one assist. I wish he would have did more, like, either more assists, more rebounds. He might would have snuck in there. But he had a really good summer league did what he does, scores, shoots the ball, puts the ball in the basket. I've told people he reminds me of a young Ray Allen. I mean, he's got all the tools to be very successful. There's no reason he should have slipped to 20th in the draft. I'll give honorable mention to Jaden Hardy. Average 15 points, four and a half boards, two and a half assists, one steal. He didn't make the top 10 because he did average five turnovers per game. That's not good. (laughs) <laughs> but his offensive skills, especially in that first game, were on full display. And I think he will eventually help the Mavs forget that they didn't pay Brunson. So we will see. But Hardy played really well out there. And I'll have to say Bryce McGowan's averaged 14 and a half points, four boards, two and a half assists in five games. He did have two and a half turnovers per game, but he had a really good summer league in my opinion he fell to 40th in the draft he was a top 22 25 player for sure so that was crazy that he fell that far 
I was a little worried that he went to the Hornets because that seems like a place where minutes will be very hard to come by. But depending on what happens with Miles Bridges, he could see the floor a little bit. We will see. But they signed him to a two-way deal as well, not a regular contract. So I don't know. But Bryce McGowan showed signs that I was right. And he should have been a top 25 player for sure. But I wish he wasn't on the Hornets, but he is. And I also almost slipped my mind, but I do have to give a shout-out to Jalen Williams from OKC. Their first-round pick from Santa Clara. He looked amazing out there. And he will compete for a starting job for sure for OKC. Just looked like a professional out there amongst boys. Now, uh, as far as my disappointments for the Summer League, there really was only one. And I have to say Johnny Davis. You know, he only scored in double digits in one game. You know, a lot of people that are his defenders will say he was being very passive. The team wasn't that good. Yada, yada, yada. There's a lot of things you can say about a lot of different players in that respect, but they don't, they're not given the leeway or, you know, because people like them, they're not given that type of credit. Like, oh, you know, there's other guys on bad teams too, you know, (laughs) but Johnny Davis did not show that he was worth the 10th pick in this draft in the summer league. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. But in this summer league, he struggled, and you could say he was passive. You could say the defense wasn't as good as it was in college, but he's just going to have to have an adjustment period. Not everyone comes in scoring 20 points per game like Paolo. Some people have to work up to what they eventually become, figure out what they can and can't do, figure out systems, figure out how guys are guarding them. And if you're the main guy in college and you come in to the NBA and you're the fourth guy, that's an adjustment. So there's a lot of different adjustments that people are having to go through. Johnny Davis is not a bust. He had a bad summer league. He will improve. You also could say Usman Jing did not have a great summer league as far as being 11th pick in the draft. But with him, everyone knew he was a raw prospect. They're trying to hit a home run with Usman. They know he could easily, he, it's a 50 50 chance. He's either going to be really, 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 really good, possibly great, or he's just going to bust or possibly just be a low, uh, just, just low, valuable, not very valuable role player. There you go. How about that? So, Donnie Davis, Usman Dang, you can say were the disappointments, other than the players that did not play as far as summer league play. But in this last week of play, If you didn't get the concept of the summer league through my first and second team, my disappointments, you know, the guys didn't play. I want to go over some of the biggest performances in the last week of summer league from July 11th to July 17th. And I'll have to start with Tari Eason had a 22.10 board game with two steals and two blocks. Jabari Smith, 19 and nine with two steals. Malachi Branham, 20.6 boards and two steals. Chet had a 16.10 board, two block game. AJ Lawson, shout out to an undrafted player, 15 points, 12 boards, two blocks. Jabari Walker, 16 and 13. David Roddy had a 20-point game. Tyrese Martin, late, late, late draft pick for the Hawks, 21.6 boards, great game. Buddy Beheim, Buddy Beheim, undrafted, 
for the Pistons, 18 points. Benedict Matherin with a 20.5 board, three steal performance. Oche Agbaji, 24 points, three steals. Incredible. Bryce McGowan's 24 points. Love it. Keegan Murray, 29 points, seven boards, four steals. And that is your best game by any rookie. And that's part of the reason why he was a MVP, the MVP. J.D. Davison, if you don't know that name, get familiar. Had a 28-point, 10-board, 3-steal performance. And he's a guy that should have came back to school for one more year. But he made it. He stayed in the draft. He did get drafted 53rd to the Celtics. It was almost a great situation until they traded for Malcolm Brogdon. So it's possible J.D. Davison will not play this year, kind of like a James Booknight type of situation where he'll be in the G League. 98% 98% of the time, but he showed flashes out there of what he did in college, and he showed them more than he did in college. Honestly, he's if he was on a different team, he'd be ready to go right now. He looked like a first-round pick a lot of the time out there. So, J.D. Davison, I love his game. I love his future. Look out for him. It's just probably not going to happen this year. Tyson Etienne. Another undrafted rookie had a 21.2 steal game. Blake Wesley, 20 points, six assists, two steals. Dalen Terry, 20 points, five boards, two steals. Tari Easton, 17 points, seven boards, three steals, two blocks. Just ridiculous. Jamari Smith, 19 and 10. Josh Minot, 14 points, 12 boards, and two steals. Josh Minot, Minot is a rookie that is with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He was a guy that couldn't score to save his life (laughs) in college. Very raw, long length, defensive, athletic wing. But he's had some really good games in the summer league. A lot of people are thinking Minnesota has a steal with him. Who knows? He could start at the three. We will see. But they also have Wendell Moore, who had a huge game. 16.7 boards, five assists. So the future is bright for the Timberwolves. We'll see what direction they go. Who's going to start? Who won't? Now, we also had a Keegan Murray 21.10 board game. Orlando Robinson for the Heat, undrafted, 13 points, 11 boards. Cole Swider had a 21.6 board game, undrafted player with the Lakers, great shooter. Tyrese Martin, again, for the Hawks, 21 points, four assists, ridiculous. Isaiah Mobley, 15 points, 10 boards, four assists. That is Evan Mobley's brother with the Cavs. It was a late second-round pick. David Roddy with 19 points. Kenneth Lofton with his 27-12 and two-block performance. Ridiculous. Malachi Branham with 23. J.D. Davison, again, there's that name, point guard for the Celtics. 17 points, 10 assists. You have to love it. Tari Eason, 19 points, 10 boards, and two steals. Another one. And last but not least, Darion Zebron had a 19.8 rebound game. So this summer league was Filled with rookie goodness all over the place. Tell me who is your favorite rookie, but I gave you my rookies to look out for. And I'll be giving you more information, whether it's contracts, any breaking news for these rookies, anything you want to hear going into the season. The summer league is over. I loved it. It was wild all over the place, but that's the consensus and the general idea of what you need to know anything else let me know hit me up at william is bill on twitter and until next time i'm out of here peace subscribe